Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a Taylor Swift podcast about her songs. From her debut album, to her ninth studio album, to her re-records, Taylor's version, and beyond. Each episode will go through an individual Taylor Swift song, include guest appearances from fellow Swifties, and touch on current Taylor news or Easter eggs. Jump then fall with lifelong Swifty Silver as she shakes it off, occasionally does something bad, and becomes even more enchanted with Blondie. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Today we are talking about track number 11 on Taylor Swift's debut album, Taylor Swift. This is the final track from the original album. Don't worry, we will go on to discuss the tracks from the debut album continuing on in subsequent weeks. However, this was the finale for the original audio CD that we all received. Our song track number 11. It was written by Taylor Swift and produced by Nathan Chapman. It was released on October 24th, 2006 with the remainder of the original album. It was then released as a single on September 9th, 2007. It is the third single on the album. It reached number one on the Hot Country Songs chart on the week following December 15th, 2007, and it stayed there for six consecutive weeks. That was Taylor Swift's first number one on said chart. The music video for this song, which I'm so excited to get into because I just feel like it's been a while since we've had a music video to accompany a song, so we will definitely discuss it at length. The music video debuted on September 14th, 2007 on Country Music Television. It was directed by Trey Fanjoy, who has directed all of Taylor's music videos so far. However, it was the third music video she had made at this point. She hadn't made Picture to Burn music video at this moment in time. It won three awards all in 2008. It won the award for award-winning songs from BMI, Broadcast Music Inc. Then it won Female Video of the Year and Video of the Year at the CMT Music Awards. There are so many performances of this song. She opened for Rascal Flats on their Me and My Gang tour at selected dates from October 19th to November 3rd, 2006, and performed our song. For these performances, she was dressed in a black knee-length dress with red cowboy boots that had a skull and crossbones design on it. She was in the opening act for George Strait's 2007 U.S. tour, the opening act for Brad Paisley's Bonfire and Amplifiers tour in 2007. All of these opening acts she performed our song in. Opening act for Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's Soul to Soul 2 tour in 2007. And then opened again for Rascal Flatts' Still Feels Good tour in 2008. Lots of performances of this song. Regis and Kelly, Country Music Association Awards, The Engine Room, Apple Store, and there is a recording of that iTunes Live from Soho. 
Ellen DeGeneres Show, Studio 330 Sessions, The Today Show, CMA Music Festival. She performed it with Def Leppard on CMT Crossroads, 2009 V Festival, and Sydney Sound Relief Concert. Lots of performances of our song. Then she incorporated it into her Fearless tour in 2009 to 2010. While she performed our song, she was wearing a sparkly cocktail dress with black leather boots and played on a rhinestone acoustic guitar. And we'll come back to that look in a little bit. So the history behind our song is she composed it for a talent show in her freshman year of high school about a boyfriend who she did not have a song with. Initially was just going to be for the talent show, but she included it on the album due to the song's popularity with her fellow classmates. She describes them coming to her and speaking about our song, which they had only heard once and due to the hype that it received, she then pushed to have it as a track on the original album. It is said to be about either boyfriend Brandon Borello or Drew Dunlap. It's not completely known which of those boyfriends it is about. There's kind of things that lean to, to either or. Drew Dunlap was the boy that Tim McGraw was written about. If you recall that episode that we spoke of, not the same Drew as Teardrops of My Guitar Drew, which we also spoke about that. When Taylor wrote this song, she wrote it in 20 minutes, as is her history with songwriting. She gets an idea and she just runs with it and composes a complete song in a matter of minutes. And she wanted it as the last track on the original album due to the Play It Again lyric in the outro. The hidden message in the song is live in love. Let's get into the lyrics. Track number 11, our song. So what we'll do is we'll go through the music video as we go through the lyrics correspondingly. The intro starts that violin banjo combination that is so iconic to this song. In the intro in the music video, Taylor Swift is sitting on the floor painting her toenails blue with white polka dots. She is speaking on a pink old-fashioned corded phone. She has straight hair. She's wearing white athletic shorts. They kind of look like Lululemon shorts, to be honest. And a blue tank top layered over a yellow tank top, very reminiscent of the 2000s fashion time period with a silver locket necklace and hoop earrings. The beginning part of the first verse, she is alternating between sitting on the floor and speaking on the phone and then standing up and looking in a restroom mirror or a bathroom mirror. Verse one, I was riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. This riding shotgun sounds like it's a reference to a boy in a Chevy truck from Tim McGraw. So potentially a Drew link there, unless we're supposed to take the lyric of a car literally in that it wasn't a truck or maybe it's just for the song. He's got a one hand feel on the steering wheel, the other on my heart. It shows Taylor's dedication to her boyfriend, her feelings towards him and literally the hold that he has on her. I always thought that was like a dangerous driving lyric. <laughs> like maybe, maybe put two hands on the wheel, but it's a metaphor. It's not actually literally because obviously he doesn't have his hand on her heart. 
but <laughs> for me, I always just imagined that he only was holding the steering wheel with one hand. And then I was like, oh, what a rebel. <laughs> How ridiculous. I digress. I look around, turn the radio down. Another Tim McGraw song reference. And this is the point in the music video where we get our second look from Taylor. So the first setting was in a bedroom. The second is a front porch, which is referenced throughout the song itself. The house is, it's such a dollhouse style house. And actually Taylor's first look in the music video is very Barbie-esque. So maybe it's a Barbie dollhouse style that she was going for. Either way, the house itself is purple with yellow trim and yellow pillars, like a pale pastel yellow. There is greenery and different pots and multicolored paper lanterns hanging. As she continues on with verse one, she steps out barefoot onto the front porch. We see a little glimpses of what she's wearing, but not the full thing yet. And I will go into that once we get there in the song. He says, baby, is something wrong? I say nothing. I was just thinking how we don't have a song. And he says... He knew this really quick. Smart boy. <laughs> we go into our first chorus, and at this point in the music video, we see Taylor's second look. It is a lilac blue, what I can only describe as a prom dress. It is a strapless corset bodice with a midi length tulle skirt. Absolutely gorgeous. She's wearing large gold earrings. And in the center is, I believe, an emerald stone with a chunky chain, almost looks like a charm bracelet on one wrist and layered bracelets on the other. And her hair is now back to its curly state, which is timely at this point in her career and life. Chorus one. Our song is the slamming screen door. <laughs> they aren't very good at uh, sneaking in and out if they are slamming the screen door every single time they are doing so. Just saying. But this lyric also brings me back to Mary's song. We discussed the slamming screen door lyric last week. And also we made the reference to the bridge in mine from Speak Now. Sneaking out late, tapping on your window. When we're on the phone and you talk real slow. Because it's late and your mama don't know. Those are very, very cute high school type lyrics. Our song is The Way You Laugh. The first date, man, I didn't kiss her and I should have. And when I got home, for I said amen, asking God if he could play it again. This is the first time in a while we get that religious background reference. We haven't had that since, I believe, since Tim McGraw. Yes, since first two in Tim McGraw when she talks about thanking God. Doesn't come up very often in her lyrics, but every once in a while it does. And in this song in particular, it is a staple. The play it again, I already referenced that once in terms of the outro, but it really, <laughs> I don't, I know this is absolutely no correlation or connection whatsoever, but it makes me think of Luke Bryan's play it again song which is not yet released until 2013, so actually doesn't have anything to do with it. But that's where my mind goes. It's probably the country influence and the literal lyric itself. Verse two, we get our third look of the song. Taylor is laying in a field of flowers wearing a red-orange spaghetti strap v-neck floor-length dress. Her hair is in an updo with flowers as accessories wearing hoop earrings. 
and she is playing with different flowers that she picks up or petals which she will throw. I was walking up the front porch steps, that purple house yellow trim front porch with the slamming screen door. After everything that day had gone all wrong and been trampled on and lost and thrown away. I don't, I think initially when this song is heard, you think, oh, something's wrong with her and the boyfriend. But I think it's just she had a bad day. And then the boyfriend's thoughtfulness and attentiveness is what pulls her out of that. In the first verse, she is leaving the front porch. In the second, she is returning to the front porch, coming and going. Got to the hallway, well on my way to my loving bed. I never understood that lyric or what it really meant. It seems too innocent of a time in Taylor's life for it to mean something PG-13 slash adult rated. But I suppose it could. Maybe I'm underestimating Taylor. I just never understood it. What is a what is a loving bed? <laughs> Can somebody please explain it to me? Maybe it is just what I'm thinking. <laughs> Moving on. I almost didn't notice all the roses and the note that said in the music video amongst the field of flowers. She picks up a note that is addressed to Taylor. That's all we see scripted on the envelope of the note. We get our second chorus, which is identical to the first chorus. However, in the music video, we get our fourth and final look from Taylor. We get the black knee-length dress, very reminiscent of Fearless Tour or of her outfit for Rascal Flats opening. She is wearing fingerless gloves or arm warmers, if you will, with a black headband, black cowboy boots playing that rhinestone guitar which will become iconic in her fearless tour the band is all there playing behind her she is wearing diamond jewelry so she has diamond drop earrings a large i think it's like a spades like from a deck of cards symbol diamond ring with a diamond bracelet over the gloves and then this is the point in the song where they flash back and forth between the four looks. Then we get the bridge. I've heard every album, listened to the radio, waited for something to come along that was as good as our song. This song is so meta. <laughs> Not only is it called our song, so every time we reference the song, we say our song. It's just a lot of use of the word song. But the whole song is a song about our song, but the song is our song, hence the meta-ness of it all. <laughs> another radio reference, another Tim McGraw reference. And then we get the third chorus, which is different than the previous two choruses, because our song is the slamming screen door, sneaking out late, tapping on his window instead of your window. When we're on the phone and he talks real slow instead of you talk real slow, because it's late and his mama don't know instead of your mama don't know. We all know that Taylor bends the grammar lines for lyric writing, and we all know that we are totally fine with it. Our song is the way he laughs instead of you laugh. The first date, man, I didn't kiss him instead of her, and I should have. And when I got home, for I said amen, asking God if he could play it again. We get the outro, play it again, which is the lyric that Taylor is referencing when she pushed to have it as the final track on the original album. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. And then, in true Taylor fashion, we end with the beginning. 
I was riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. I grabbed a pen and an old napkin and I wrote down our song. We get multiple title lyric uses throughout this entire song, but it does end with it as well. Now, this song is high school love, kind of like Stay Beautiful, but except for she's actually dating this guy, whereas she wasn't dating Corey. I love the hidden message, live in love. I personally love associating music with different moments and relationships and interactions in my life. I believe music expresses where words cannot. So the fact that the hidden message is live in love and the whole song is about finding a song for the moment, for the relationship, I think that's a very beautiful way to live one's life. And I hope that is something that I have done and will continue to do. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where we highlight specific trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to assign to the lyrics. We have the weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and the literary trend. Let's see what trends Taylor uses in this song. We only have one Taylor's trend in this song. However, I'm going to take some liberty, but first let's go through the one obvious Taylor's trend. We have a style trend where she talks about her hair. I was riding shotgun with my hair undone. We actually haven't had a style trend in a while, so yay for that. But then I'm also going to include her four looks in the music video as a part of the style trend for Taylor's trends. And I'm gonna pick my favorite one. My favorite look, so we have the Barbie doll, the prom dress, the flower field, and the signature black dress with the band. My favorite look is actually the first one and the one that is shown the least amount, the Barbie doll look, just because it's such a different look that we rarely ever get to see from Taylor. And I like the vintage vibes of it all with the old fashioned pink telephone. It reminds me a little bit of the telephone in the me video from way in the future. (laughs) But I'm going to include those looks in the style trend for Taylor's trends. This week's version of Taylor. Join me every week to discuss breaking Taylor news, whether that's spottings, Easter eggs, social media presence, or general Taylor news. Let's see what she's been up to this week. Taylor news. Taylor is going to be in an untitled David O. Russell film starring Margot Robbie, Anya Taylor-Joy, Christian Bale, and also Taylor Swift. The film will be released on November 4th, 2022, and there is very minimal information about this film on the internet. We don't know the title. We don't know the plot. We just know who is casted in it, who's directing it, and the release date. So stay tuned because as soon as we know more, you will hear it here. We got the answer to my question last week about Record Store Day 2022. Last week, I had asked if the inclusion of The Man on the Record Store Day compilation album would be the teased special release. Turns out that was not it. This past week, it was announced that we will get an exclusive seven inch vinyl of The Lakes and The Lakes original version 
for Record Store Day 2022. This is the first time that the song The Lakes will be available on vinyl. The song is from Taylor's eighth studio album, Folklore. And just a reminder, Record Store Day is on April 23rd, 2022. And I am so hoping to snag one of these exclusive vinyls on that day. A couple of social media milestones. Taylor hit 11 million followers on TikTok and 200 million followers on Instagram. And now for a more of a cautionary tale piece of news. There were a lot of rumors this past week about Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's potential engagement. Going so far to say that it had happened, that it had happened a while ago. Lots of rumors, lots of speculations, which I feel is not abnormal when it comes to Taylor, but this week, for some reason, it really peaked. I say just let them be if they wish to tell us when they wish to tell us they will do so. And if we are included in this news, it'll be beautiful and brilliant and spectacular. And if not, then we have no entitlement to their personal lives of which their relationship is a part of that. Moving on. The one also from the Folklore album, has appeared on some select vinyls of Slash's new album. Slash is a member of Guns N' Roses. There are videos this past week of people playing Slash's new album, and it is playing The One by Taylor Swift. Those lucky humans. It makes me want to go out and buy the album despite not ever listening to Guns N' Roses, just in the hope that I would be one of the recipients of said vinyl. Then the final piece of news this week is the song Me by Taylor Swift from her Lover album is mentioned in the new Kimmy film starring Zoe Kravitz. I have not seen it. I also don't know if it'll be something that I would want to watch just due to the genre, but still wanted to give the shout out to the Taylor Swift mention. That's all for this week's version of Taylor. And that brings us to the end of the standard edition of the album Taylor Swift. Now that we have completed the our song breakdown, we have completed all 11 tracks from the standard edition album. Next week, we will go on to break down the songs from the deluxe album, starting with track number 12, I'm Only Me When I'm With You. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all our platforms so you don't miss any episodes or content. And on that note, come back, be there. <laughs>